I could sing like Sammy Hagar Man, right there. Because that don't bring back high school. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, that leaves the first question. Sammy or David? You know, I got to tell you, as a musician, I'm Van Hagar. Me too. Yeah. I got to tell I'm you. The same There's, That's yeah. two. Let's go around the table. I'm original. You're original? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, I much prefer Sammy Hagar. In in Van Halen, but man, you know, growing up, it was it was David right. Roth, Roth and right. the guy. I mean, they're both good. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're here with Cross the Line fifteen twenty four. We're recording live at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy. I'm here with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunts, Brian Noah, and I'm Alan Stanger, and it's a special episode. I don't know if special is the right word we want to use, but a tribute, uh, a tribute episode. A tribute episode. Yeah. You know, um, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Of course, we just heard a little Van Hagar, as we'd like to call it. Um, and yeah, so as we're recording this, it's uh, it's October 9th, Friday, October 9th, and uh, passed away and, this and past just week. Passed away just a couple days ago. So, um, you know, obviously, I'm a musician. Uh, guitar player. Wish I could uh, play uh, anywhere. You know. Two percent of what Hagar, what, what uh, yeah, Hagar man. and Van Halen right. could do. Yeah, we started uh, to talk about this a little bit earlier. And yeah, I was talking exactly. about from my again, this this group of guys, maybe <laughs> except for Brian. I know. When did you graduate, Brian, from high school? Nineteen ninety. Ninety seven. But he's in there. But he was you in know, freshman. The other four of us were graduating in eighty three, eighty four. Yeah. And um, Van Halen was it, and and they were they were at the top. Yeah. And right. uh, and so that's what we were rocking to, and I was I was talking with Alan earlier because I'm not a musician. So for me, um, when you look at that uh, and you listen to Van Halen, just it, phenomenal, Great. just phenomenal sound. And even though I wasn't a mu- musician, I really felt like I had a really good ear for sound and what was good and what wasn't so good. And when it came to Van Halen, obviously David Lee Roth was the front man. And for us non-musicians, we maybe didn't pick up as much of the music in the back, but it all had the effect, the full effect, uh, to know it was right. So I was asking Alan, because Alan being a musician, a guitar player, basically, you know, back back then you were... Yeah, yeah. Young high school guy trying to get your own band going, playing around with your yeah. your, your your band buddies, 
and and uh, you know, so how 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 Eddie Van Halen, yeah, so impacted that. So I will say, growing up in the eighties, there were two for musician guitarists. There were two distinct sounds, and to this day, I believe there are two distinct sounds. Uh, from from that particular from time that period. era, and, and those sounds still are to this day. And unfortunately, one of them passed away in that era, and that was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. Yeah. Um, his sound is so distinct for a guitar player right. that you hear just That's three right. or four notes. You know, it's, it's right. you know it's Stevie Ray Vaughan. There's reasons for that. His guitar was set up totally different. So. Uh, he used heavier strings. He downtuned. He scalloped his his frets. There's there's a whole history there. How he got that tone that nobody since has been able to duplicate. And unfortunately, he passed away while we were in high school. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. ne- the next sound was Eddie Van Halen. You know, um, the hammering that he does. Every guitar player to this day tries to emulate that hammering sound that he does. It was so distinct that when Michael Jackson was the top-selling pop artist in the nation, he got Eddie Van Halen to play a guitar lead on one of his songs. That's right. It's that's a, such a distinct sound to this day. Um, everybody tries to emulate it. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not a a 2% of the guitar musician that Van Halen was and not only could he play like that he perf- he not only played but he performed there was yes, there's, there's a show there's one thing to be able to play another one to perform so <clears throat> the hammering sounds one thing <clears throat> they have a song called and if you're a guitar player you're you're going any musician is going to just know the song I'm about to say it's called eruption yep if you haven't listened to that that is Eddie Van Halen by himself making a song. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how powerful that, that is. <clears throat> Excuse me. In fact, uh, David Lee Roth, after Eddie passed away, uh, w- one of his tributes was uh, one of their concerts they did when he was singing with them. It was Eddie doing Eruption. You know, and that's after his hate. That's, you know, that's 90s, I, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to think when um, Hagar joined them. Um, yeah, 1985. Yeah, 85. Right after 1984, exactly. right after they became mainstream yeah. right. is when they broke up. Right. So, And their sound changed, obviously. When they, so the 1984 album was a great... Uh, I graduated in 84, so that was awesome. You know, Eddie was pay, playing a lot of synthesizer. You know, it was hard to duplicate that live because you get somebody else to do the synthesizer. Eddie wrote all that stuff. He right. wrote all that right. music. Um, you know, Jump was the big song, and then Panama, and there, there's a bunch of them there. And it was a very commercialized sound. Um, and then David Lee Roth, you know, he tried to capitalize off that and do his own thing off to the side. Uh, but he had to, I'm sorry, David Lee, but you had to copy the Beach Boys and do California Girls. 
So, right. you know, um, that was his one but hit. Too, that's a one hit wonder there. But think about think about what you were hearing with Van Halen. Oh, and think about think about what what we said at the very beginning of how they were it. They well, were. Why, why why were they it? Well, think about this. Just think back of all the different music that you listened to, and how terrible live music was put on an album or put on a eight track or whatever you were listening to but when you listen to van halen they sounded live and they sounded awesome just on the regular recording that's the difference with van halen and when sammy took over it didn't change they sound live and they sound good on every cut they do. So I was fortunate enough to see Van Hagar in concert in Cincinnati. So the so for you know a generation that pri- probably doesn't know, Sammy Hagar had his own solo career going. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, big. Not big. <laughs> yep. I can't drive fifty five. Yep. Yeah. He. Had, yeah. So in their concert. So they've done all these Van Halen songs, and all once you hear the guitar riff for "I Can't Drive 55," and on a trapeze line coming down, shooting down to the stage is Sammy Hagar. Um, so Sammy is one of the, to me, one of the most down to earth people. If you see any of the interviews with him, um, for those of you that don't know, you know I may be called a. Um, I don't know what the right word wants to be used here, but I, I'm an alcohol connoisseur. Mary, so, what do you want to call it? Or alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. So, those she said you, I almost chimed in. Those, those, I saved you, Mary. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say about my wife and I. We have the law of the same interests. So, that's, we'll leave it at that. So, um... Sammy Hagar bought into Cabo Wabo Tequila. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Yep. I wouldn't figure out he did that, but so he, the tequila. So he offered uh, equal shares to all the guys in Van Halen, and they all turned him down. He sold Cabo Wabo a couple of years ago for like $32 million. <laughs> it is a very high-end tequila, very good. So he is a very – in fact, he does concerts and stuff from Cabo now that's his big, you know, the big the location. The location. Uh, he's a very smart businessman. No, I think. I think he does his own podcast or a radio show he, or something. He does both. something. He now, does yeah. both. So um, he and Michael Anthony. So if you know the whole story, Michael Anthony was the bass player for Van Halen when uh, when Sammy left. Not long after Michael Anthony left, and Wolfgang. Van Halen, who is the son of Eddie, the yeah. son of Eddie, and Valerie Bertinelli took over playing bass, and then Alex was see, the drummer, right? See, Alex is a drummer. Yes. Now, just real quick, because Alan just mentioned that is Alan was jealous of Eddie Van Halen because of his gar- guitar playing. I was jealous because he married Valerie Bertinelli. Valley Bertinelli. I'm with you. That's what I was One day at a time, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> Just to show us musicians might be geeks. <laughs> yeah. You didn't that's recognize why, the women, did that's you? That's why yeah, Jeff and yeah. I weren't playing guitar. That's right. <laughs> wasn't about the, the guitar. Yeah. You said the drummers get all the girls. Yeah, <laughs> they think they do, but you know. <laughs> bass players, you know. They don't get anything. That, that, that was always the joke. That was always the joke. So, but you know, 
Eddie's music and his style in a whole persona that Van Halen put out there revolutionized yep. music, period. It did. wasn't just rock music. It was pop music, you know, and even... I mean, they did a couple songs that would have been considered country, but they nobody would play them. Back then, they would never play them on the country station. They've got a song called Big Bad Bill is Sweet, oh, William, now, Sweet William Now, which is a fun... Yep. You know, that could have been on... Right now, it'd be on a country station. It would. You know, another one is Ice Cream Man, which I oh, play. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good song. I mean, that's just a fun like, uh, yeah, blues fun. country well, tune. They, they yeah. came out and squashed disco. So right. they were at a time when people were high on disco, and they were like, what is this that these guys are doing? This is different than anything right. we've well, ever so, heard. Well, when yeah, you heard it, it, it excited you. Absolutely. I don't care who it was. Like, what is this? And just this when Alan great. started playing that track, I mean, yep. you can you kind of get a tingle, because it, well, it brings back memories for us, right. but I mean, it's just, it's music, you just I mean, feel good. I remember like going to the teen dances, and like, man, as soon as Van Hunt come on, like, you cleared, you yeah, cleared so the floor, Yeah, so the big right? one for us at teen dances, playing as a musician, right. is they did... On Diver Down, they did a version of Oh Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. So we could all play it right. because that was a riff. You know, that was a Roy Oberson tune right. that you put a little distortion to. You were all good to go. So, I mean, that was a big thing. That was right. on Diver Down. Everybody, we played that at every teen dance, no matter what, whether it was us playing or rock bound playing. Right. Didn't matter. That was in our repertoire. Right. So. Fair know that in Rocky Top, right? <laughs> yes. yes. If you were married anywhere close to here, yep. and you didn't play Rocky Top, at, oh, least, yeah. at least once. Then it was not a legal marriage. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you. So when Mary and I were picking out songs for our wedding, <laughs> she said, we are not getting married if we're playing Rocky Top. Yeah, it ain't happening. So guess what? There was no Rocky Top. And then I married a lady that knows how to play a banjo, so she well, plays Rocky that Top. That was one of the first, one of the first picking type songs I learned to play. Right. So. Yeah. But it wasn't going to be played at the way. banjo over here one night. Hey, bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. I'd love to hear that. But I think, you know, unfortunately, it's after after uh, Eddie Van Halen dies, you learn a lot about, a lot more about him, right? Yeah. And, right. you know, the guy was a, a trained classical pianist. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't read music, but he was a trained classical uh, uh, pianist and, um, you know, for, for, People that know music, I mean, they tell you, you that was in the that was in that guitar playing. Oh, there's yeah, there no doubt. There's no doubt, and that was the magic. That was some of the magic that he could do, and and uh, you know today. So as I'm leaving work, and um, you know these these guys that are regularly on the podcast, I sent out uh, the video of Panama. Right. And I mean, um, number one, it was Friday. I'm getting off work. I mean, it's like let's throw this tribute out, and that if for me uh, the the guitar the guitar magic in that song was just phenomenal. But if you watch that video, I mean, it just it is just so cool, and it so, ends and it ends with uh, Eddie Van Halen hanging. Hanging from a string, playing the guitar exactly. as he's going across the sk- st- uh, stage, yeah. and it's just like that is just too cool. So I, then, then you have, you know, every high school boy's dream, <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, hot for teacher, yeah, oh, hot yeah. for teacher, hot for yeah, teacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, remember that video, yeah, very well. Yeah. So there was a couple teachers that were pretty hot at yeah. hot for <laughs> teacher's daughter. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, hey, you know, I don't yeah. want to hear that. Story. Yeah, let's get on that one. 
We got. Well, is there I, I, someone you have in mind? Uh, oh, absolutely. Okay. But yeah, I won't we say know. it on here. No Don't names, no on. names. Yeah. Well, no, I learned something this week about Eddie that I didn't know. That he uh, holds more than one patent on guitar Guitars. stuff. Yeah. Things he's changed yeah. on it and yeah. modified and made. Um, you know, the next style. Yeah. Well, and he, words, and but I mean, he holds patents on it right. that, that he, revolutionized the electric guitar. And, and Eddie wrote most of the songs. A ninety-nine point nine percent that they played. That, that he, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Good. Not not just wrote. It's right. one thing to write a song. I, I've yeah, written plenty sure. of them. It's another one to compose something right. that is so freaking right. breathtaking yeah. that you yeah. want to hear it over and over right. again. Anybody can write lyrics. Right. It's another thing to write to music. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I and you know that being said, so when you talk about Van Halen music, Van Halen songs, it's it's that stuff you can play over and over and over again and never ever get so sick of it. Never, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. Free Bird was played so much that you got sick of it, yeah, right? Right. For, you know, right? That was one of those songs. Right. I don't think there's a Van Halen song that's like that. I don't think right. there's. So any. here, here's the difference. So Van Halen songs are based around the music, right? Yeah. The licks. I'll take Free Bird, and 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 actually, well, not all the songs, but Free Bird was based around the lyrics. Right. Yeah. There was a lyric there that. You know, it was in a lot of Skinner songs that, that way. There's a lyric there, a feeling, and a vibe. Uh, now, Skinner had some songs, Sweet Home Alabama. You hear that lick, and you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. That's a lick. That's right. not a whole song. Right. Van Halen's music, every song, the music played throughout the song from the beginning to the end. You knew... You you knew no matter where you tuned in on that song, that's Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. well, right. and you were going to listen to the end so, of it. Absolutely. Even so, if you and you wish you wish you were in this day and age where you could hit back and yeah. start at the beginning. Right. So you, so you, again, you reference Skinnerd for every song. He was telling a story. At, yeah. For uh, Van Halen, number one, it was about the music, music. first, and then the party. I right. mean, it, it, seriously. The I mean, party. it was it yes. was you know he, it was that. I mean, he was famous. That, that was part of his thing: drink a beer, smoke a joint, yep. play well, some music, and yep. do it all over again the next night. Yeah, and he did. He lived that life. Yeah, you know, some of his best videos, and even the one that that David Lee Roth put up when they were Van Hagar of him doing Eruption. It, it was sad to see because for those that don't know, he passed away from lung cancer. Right. Yep. Wow. So it was sad to see. His signature thing was a cigarette in the neck of the guitar with right. the cigarette string. Yeah. So this is, you know, with Van Hagar, he's playing a bunch of stuff, smokes a, cigar, a cigarette a little right. bit, puts back in, smokes a cigarette. So sometimes you live and die by the sword. And right. unfortunately, right. you know, that's what he passed away from was lung cancer. That yeah. that was, you know, he, he lived by that. His and passion was a straight. It, yeah. it was, it was. Yeah. Um, it's sad, but I mean, he left a legacy that you know his son Wolfgang put you know put up. You know, you know, you can never ask for a better father. Uh, I, I would say us as musicians could never ask for another better guitar player. Sixty-five yeah, years agree. old. Sixty-five. Yeah. Five yep. years older than most. Sixty-five. Yeah. yeah, is scary. Yeah. Sixty-five is scary. But yeah. think about this. So. 
not to give my life story away, but for about five years of my life, I played music, drank, played music, drank, played music every night. If I would have continued that, I probably wouldn't be here. For 40 years of Eddie Van Halen's life, drank, played music, did a little bit, drugs, a little bit more, a yeah. little bit yeah. more, and live on repeat, live on repeat, live on repeat. Um, there's no doubt in my mind if I would have continued the road musician deal, I wouldn't be here. It's just, it's a hard life. And that's when you look at guys that have done it for a long time, uh, you know, you can see that. Not, not everybody's got the Keith Richards. <laughs> right. Or, no, or, no, or, or, or Ozzy. Or Ozzy. Yeah. You guys say that, but Brian you look at Keith Richards and he looks 110. Young. Yeah, but he's still alive. Yeah, but he's still alive. Yeah. Well, that's because he drinks Jack Daniels. How is he alive? <laughs> but you're, you're talking Where's about... Where's your Jack Daniels over there? Oh, I there's... See Jack. Is yeah, it's on, right over there. It's okay. on the sidebar. Okay, I'll get you on the sidebar. Yeah, what uh, you were talking about. Man, no, we're about bourbon here. We don't do that Tennessee whiskey stuff. That's what I thought. But you talked about Annie Van Helen's party and stuff and one of my best meals was in a dive oh, yeah. hotel yep. in Palm Springs where they used to go after a concert or whatever when they wanted to get away they'd rent this whole hotel restaurant and just party there for a week and and then go on but I mean that was that's my I guess my closest I mean, there was photos on the wall of all the bands and all the other famous bands that stay there but that was the when I talked to the owner or the manager or whatever he said that was their that was their biggest one he'd call up and go yeah I need to place somebody would call and go yeah they're coming in they need it for a week that's it they got the place for the week and you know it's it's funny about we had a guest tonight Chris was here tonight and uh, I was friends with Chris Jeff and I and Chris's dad and this guy was a brain dead Eddie Van Halen guy. Yeah. And he would sit in his room and not come out for weeks and play, play, play Van Halen. And uh and I, I remember him sitting on that floor and he painted his guitar to look like it and he would practice and practice and, and could not get that. Oh, it would drive him nuts. Right. And and actually, when it really comes down to it, he wasn't that great of a guitar player. <laughs> I don't care. So that didn't help. But it, you, you just tried. You you'd, tried. Ha- you'd have to be an excellent player yeah, to play do. that. Yeah, I watched and, him playing. They had they had a video today of him playing on Saturday Night Live <laughs> with somebody, and just just to, I just watched his hands because right. I wanted to see how does he get that sound, and I just focused on his hands, and it was just like. I don't know, like it's us like, taking a drink. It's it was like just magic. right. It's, yeah, it's, it was just, it's muscle memory that he don't have to think about. Right. It, there's he's not so even trained muscle and involved. It was, it was just, just it was just a gift. It was a gift. I had a boss in Nashville, Tennessee. Now his dad is uh, is got a place in Branson. Uh, he's very good at the guitar, and uh, I said, "What's your claim to fame?" He said, "Well, you know, I've played at the Grand Ole Opry." He said, but when I first heard Eddie Van Halen, I quit playing. He said, yeah. I knew I could not do that, and he was the best. So, and yeah, I, you know, I, I knew I couldn't that. get there. That's funny, I Brian. I couldn't get there, I quit. That's funny. Just in the last couple of days, you know, since Eddie's death, I was listening to a radio broadcast, and a guy said, you know, he said, I was in high school, was starting to tinker around with the guitar, and he said, I heard Eddie Van Halen play. And he said, I put it down because I knew there was no way I could get anywhere near that. And I thought that was a cop-out, but it is all over. It, everybody just heard that yeah, and went, so, I would rather listen and, and marvel at what he's done. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I decided. 
I, I couldn't play like Eddie Van Halen. I can play like I couldn't play like anybody. So when you come hear me play, you listen to Alan Stanford. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Chad, Chad Allen. Chad that's all right. Chad Chad Allen. You're not here. Formerly known as Chad Allen. Exactly. It's I'm, I'm not those guys. I'm not that talented, but those guys were and. It's awesome that they can leave us Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. And what year? So, this is year 2020, and that was 1984. And exactly. you can, it's playing on local wow. rock stations right. still, and right. the younger generation right. hears it. And you, it's you know music. what I love about the, the stuff about this type of stuff is, is all of our memories, man. You think back of like, man, remember being at a dark party or someplace to another, you know, just having a good time. Right. I remember it was like I don't know, 14 or 15, and. I was at the Harrison Skate Rink when the Mute song yeah. jump, jump was playing. You so know? I got to tell like, you, what the heck? You know? So great. when oh, the yeah. band, when I was in my heyday with the band The Hollow, we were opening up for Brooks and Dunn and uh, Alan Jackson, Tim McGraw. So we would come out at big shows that we were doing by ourselves. Lights would be down, and 1984 would play. This, the whole synthesizer thing, you know, right. smoke would come right. out. Right. I mean, that wasn't guitar, but that was that was Eddie Van Halen yeah. on the synthesizer. Yeah. Yeah. People just don't realize how much impact he had on music. Right. Period. Right. So what? Here's what I want to ask you guys. I want I want us to collectively pick one Van Halen song, and I will say this on our podcast. I will run the risk of them censoring our song. Because you're not allowed to do that. But everybody, let's pick one song that we end this podcast with. I'll throw it. Just because you said it before and I haven't heard it in so long because they don't play it, it's the Ice Cream Man. That is such a fun song. Jeff? It would be Panama for me. Panama? Yeah, that's good. So with Jeff, I'm with Panama. Panama? But it's, you know, it's every Friday at 5 p.m. You roll the windows down. You drive 100 miles an hour on 465. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's Panama. It's the way things go. But I'm going to say it's a toss-up between 5150 and, and Summer Nights. I mean, you're, you're gonna, you got to go off of, that, off of that album. And I'm going to say Summer Nights. Ruben? You know, there's a lot of them. And, you know, I'm thinking so much. Well, I'm thinking back again because I haven't listened to them in a while. I'd have to go with Eruption because it's about eruption? the playing. Eruption? It's about the playing. Table 19. Black and blue. Black and blue. That's a good one, too. Well, let the women decide. Yeah. Here Let's we go. give them this one. Hey, by the way, so, you know, I mean, I know who the I know who the rocker between you two really is. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one over there. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. So, so here we go. Blue, a little Van Halen. Black and blue.